Hey folks, I am Ryan Goodman, and you are listening to the Beef Runner Podcast. Join the conversation and find all my content at beefrunner.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram as Beef Runner. Hey folks, Ryan Goodman here with another episode of the Beef Runner Podcast. Taking a little bit of a break from the Over Beer series episodes this week to discuss a few advocacy tips when you're engaging online during a crisis. This week has proven to be the start of something different for those of us in North America. The coronavirus has spread from Asia and Europe, and now most of us in the U.S. find ourselves working from home. Kids are out of school, many of them for the remainder of the spring semester. Restaurants and bars are either closed or doing only carry-out, drive-up, or delivery service. And yes, Wisconsin, that means your bars are closed, but Dairy Carrie has informed me that she can now get cheese curds delivered to her house, so she's not entirely upset. And of course, every grocery store is out of toilet paper. Even in our small town of 1400 outside of Denver, I walked into our Safeway grocery store the other night to find produce, meat, and dairy shelves completely empty, except for the plant-based alternatives. I had to, had to time my visit the next day after they had restocked their shelves to only get milk and eggs. And for the foreseeable future, I find myself working from a home office with all my travel canceled for the next month which I guess means that I have more time for my scheduled training runs. I know these are uncertain times for many of us, and that also means we have extra time on our hands to spend on social media. I can't open Facebook or Twitter without seeing posts about coronavirus, ideas about its spread, and people wondering where we go from here. So, having worked in communications and on issues management teams, there are a few tips I'd like to share with you on today's podcast to help you avoid making contributions to the spread of misinformation and hysteria. While I can't control what others post, say, or share, we can control our contributions. So here are three tips that will help you identify whether or not your contributions are positive as you continue joining conversations surrounding food and agriculture during this coronavirus pandemic or any other crisis. So first, verify the accuracy of the information before you share it. At any given time, we are seeing so many graphics, charts, numbers, statistics, floating around social media. During a time of crisis such as the coronavirus pandemic, that content will only flourish and is often driven by a sense of fear. A good rule of thumb that I encourage you to consider during these circumstances would be if something evokes a strong emotional response, check your information. The last thing you want to do is be responsible for the spread of misinformation and inaccurate stories. If we could all do this, we would play a role in reducing the amount of misinformation being spread. So one example of this has been charts and graphs comparing the spread of the virus in Italy to the rate of increase in the United States. While the raw numbers might indicate that the U.S. is on the same path as Italy, these charts are being shared without context. Italy is a country about the size of the state of Arizona, or 116,000 square miles, with a population of 62 million people. The United States has a population of nearly 327 million in 3,800,000 square miles. Put another way, we have a much smaller population density in the United States at 91 people per square mile compared to 535 people per square mile in Italy. This population and size difference makes a huge impact when we're discussing the spread of a disease that is spread by human contact. Important context for the conversation. Number two, don't make yourself the focus of attention. So during a time of crisis, the last thing you want to do is make yourself a headline when people weren't already talking about you. Sometimes this looks like responding to an issue when you weren't on people's radars, but then you become the center of their attention. If you do this, then you've inserted yourself into a situation that wasn't necessary. Other times, this can be jokes that were ill-timed or shared without context. Not everyone will be in on the joke. 
Something that you shared with the best of intentions can become the focus of mass criticism. So a recent example in the current coronavirus pandemic would include beef. Advocates were sharing fun memes reminding people to eat beef as a good source of nutrition to support a healthy immune system. This in itself is true and good advice. Others were sharing memes joking about the fact that coronavirus is included in some cattle respiratory vaccines. While true, this is a different strain of coronavirus than what is impacting humans at this time, and we don't want to plant the idea that this is a zoonotic disease that could impact humans, and the vaccine would do no good to protect us from the virus. Then some advocates took this too far by sharing a joke that because cattle are vaccinated for coronavirus and eating beef is a good source of nutrition, supporting a healthy immune system, that eating beef from cattle that were vaccinated would protect us from the virus. That's very misleading, inaccurate, and contributes to the spread of misinformation. While some people may have good intentions of sharing some humor, not everyone is in on the joke, and this can lead to concerns raised that weren't a part of the story before. We've spent years and tons of effort trying to dispel the myth that there are contaminants in beef such as antibiotics or hormones. Why would we insinuate that there are vaccines in beef that would impact human health? Not everyone's in on the joke, and it's not the appropriate type of humor for the situation. And tip three for you, be aware of your audience and their concerns. During times of crisis and panic, it's not the time to carry on as usual. People become more sensitive to others who are tone deaf or sharing information that isn't appropriate for the current circumstances. You'll see most brands pause much of their advertising efforts, and as an advocate, you should be doing the same. Pay close attention to your audience and what they're discussing or needing. During times of quarantine or social distancing, people are concerned about living life at home. Now is not the time for farmers and ranchers to be touting a hashtag, thank a farmer. And if you want to hear my explanation for that stance, jump back to episode 31. Instead of think a farmer, our message would have a much stronger resonation with others if we spend time thanking those that are providing healthcare and other essential services during a time of crisis. Be humble. We don't need to be out asking for others to thank us. Just show appreciation for others. Instead of sharing education and information about normal agriculture and food myths, shift your focus to themes that can help others who are shifting or transitioning to work from home, occupying kids who are no longer in school, and preparing three meals a day in their kitchen. Many of you in agriculture are familiar with shopping in bulk and cooking recipes from the pantry. You're used to occupying kids during long days at home from school and including them in activities in the kitchen. Now's an awesome time to share how you accomplish those tasks while working from home, so those who are now unexpectedly faced with these challenges might have the opportunity to connect with you and gain insight on some solutions. And finally, add something bright to the world during a time of crisis. But be careful that sharing humor might miss the mark and not everyone's in on the joke and they might not fully understand the agriculture lingo. Share a video tour of your farmer ranch, share some photos of cute calves arriving on the farm or ranch this time of year, and do a fun Q&A session on Instagram. Well, those are three tips that I have for you today on sharing advocacy content and engaging online during times of crisis, such as this coronavirus pandemic. First one, verify the accuracy of information before you share it. Don't make yourself the focus of attention. And finally, be aware of your audience and their concerns. I'd love to hear your thoughts on these tips and any other suggestions you may have. Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram as BeefRunner. And if you'd like to support the show, please subscribe and share with your friends. And please, people, wash your hands. Until next time, I'm Ryan Goodman. Thanks for tuning in to the Beef Runner Podcast. Mm-hmm.